Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back. This is the Lake Hooplands podcast hosted by Linesight 2020. I'm Scott. I'm Brendan over here on the right wing and down in the post. Coach Joe Duffield of the Lake Highlands High School men's basketball Wildcats. Uh, welcome once again, Coach. Welcome, Brendan. We, of course, are presented by Tritex Cabinets. And I'll tell you this. We've had a lot of good times talking about Tritex. But Tritex has been around 55 years in custom cabinetry. Uh, they can design, craft, install, custom unfinished cabinetry for all your needs. Tritex is a full-service custom cabinet manufacturer. What does that mean, Brendan? Uh, you're going to get a little pre-design. You're going to get a little design. You get post-design in that, too. I think it's like kind of <laughs> all, three, all three phases. You get delivery, you get installation, and they throw a warranty on that. Uh, I, of course, have worked with them personally and thought they did uh, an amazing job of being on time and on schedule, and their customer service is absolutely top-notch. It's perfect for uh, putting your Christmas decorations up, too, when uh, those come out. You want to put them in the cabinet when they're put away. When they're put away. And then when they come out, they don't go in the cabinet again. No. That's right. And and with a coach here, you got to be good in all three phases. So, Tritex Custom Cabinets, again, that's TritexCabinets.com, creating those custom-built cabinets for new home construction and for remodels throughout all of North Texas. And if you want to take a little drive out to a strawberry patch in Pilot Point, they actually have a showroom uh, uh, as well. So thank you very much to our presenting sponsor of Tritex Cabinets. Well, let's get into the basketball talk. Um, it's been an eventful couple of weeks, really. You know, we did a little preview on on this, and now the action has happened. And I guess no surprises uh, from from my perspective, but kind of the first big game was the Thanksgiving Hoop Fest uh, down in Duncanville. And we teed off against a team called Cardinal Hayes from the Bronx. Uh, Lake Highlands wins going away 72-55. Um, you know, I think Cardinal Hayes was an interesting team. Actually, I actually was speaking with a friend of mine today who's one of his team members lives in Long Island and says he refs basketball games. And he's like, Cardinal uh-huh. Hayes is a real deal. They're a good team. They're just really young. Yeah, we knew uh... – that was going to be a big matchup for us. They were the defending state champions in New York, and uh, a lot of people had them kind of tagged as the as the top team in New York City going into this year. Um, obviously, the the big talk was the matchup of of Trey Johnson and Ian Jackson, but uh, you know both teams had some great supporting cast members as well. Uh, they played their first game Friday night at the Hoop Fest against Dallas Pinkston, and. Uh, you know, normally when we're getting ready to play teams, you, you get to watch them a couple times, and that was their first game of the season. So um, oh, wow. they played really well. Uh, a kid named Elijah Moore, number one, I think hit eight three-pointers and was unconscious against Pinkston, and they they won going away. But uh, we were lucky to be able to scout that game, and, um, and our kids, not just Trey, but everybody really stepped up and played great in that game. Yeah, so Ian Jackson, the number two ranked junior in the country, 23 points and six uh, rebounds. Had a pretty cool breakaway dunk uh, in that one as well. But the youth showed. uh, I I did notice that they had a couple of shooters out there for sure. Uh, And kind of every time they got the ball, everyone screaming, shooter, shooter, shooter. Um, But but Lake Highlands really came out early, and Quentin 
couldn't miss. Um, he, he was really hitting some spot-up threes. Lake Highlands takes an early 13-point lead and never kind of relented that up 17 at halftime. Uh, kind of stagnant in the second half. Are there things that you try to do to keep that level of play up uh, when you're kind of beating a team pretty handily in the first half? Yeah, that game, I mean, uh, I thought we started really well. That was something that was big for us. I kind of kind of going back to the Duncanville game, we kind of felt like we didn't start out great, and they were the more aggressive team uh, coming out in that game. And I think, you know, since then we've, we've really tried to um, get off to a good start, and, and uh, we did that that night. I thought um, Jalen Washington was really, really good early. Uh, there was a play where he stole it from the big man, and – went behind his back and then Ian Jackson who's super athletic was coming to block his shot and he really went with a high finish off the almost the top of the back oh yeah that and, was a beautiful um, shot you know just a couple plays like that really set the tone Trey made some big plays Quentin made some great plays and then as the game went on we started realizing that Sampson really um was going to be able to have his way inside um you know he he kind of went at the other team's big man and then Cardinal Hayes plays small a lot um, and so in the second half, we really started kind of pounding the ball inside, and, and Sampson did great. Yeah, really well-balanced scoring uh, in this one. Trey with 15, Sampson had 17, Q had 14, Jalen had 15. So just kind of really balanced across the board. You know, the game was on ESPN+. Plus. Um, they had a little high school boys basketball section on the app. Um, and I know there were a ton of Lake Highlands fans that were able to watch it, uh, even though they weren't able to be there. Do the guys know and feel that TV atmosphere, you know, um, where it's like, okay, I'm on TV. I got to press a little bit and maybe uh, I got to do something cool. You know, do they feel that or is it more just kind of like a regular game? Uh, yeah, good question. There are definitely things about that game that, that felt different. Uh, one of the big things is having TV timeouts. Um, <laughs> I did. So, so Brendan and I talked about that in the Mesquite Horn game because it was like flowing normally. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, they had TV timeouts at that game. That's got to be like a weird uh, feeling. Yeah, it was different. And uh, just to back up a little bit, uh, Glenn Smith, who runs the Thanksgiving Hoop Fest, and he also did the Red River Hoop Fest, which we were just at, uh, can't say enough about how cool it is to, to be a part of his events. He does a tremendous job of bringing just some of the best talent in the whole country uh, to Dallas to compete against our Texas teams. And for our kids to get that kind of exposure, to be able to play on ESPN+, Plus to be able to play some of these teams that are, you know, supposedly the best in the nation. It's just a great opportunity for our kids, and we're so fortunate to, to be a part of things like this. Um, I think our kids definitely felt um, just the atmosphere at Duncanville, the atmosphere at the Hoop Fest was very different. We've played in that gym a lot. Just There's a lot of big events at Duncanville, a lot of AAU events. But Glenn and his team did a great job of making this just even even bigger and even better. And uh, and the thing about our team is they they seek that out they want that I mean we want to go play the best teams we want to be in these environments um, and I think you know playing in games like this in environments like this is really going to help us down the road um, you know in the playoffs and 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 uh, hopefully as we get farther in the playoffs I think it'll really help I'll Black. tell you who was who was watching uh, that game on ESPN plus was possibly some uh, recruiters from the University of Alabama at Birmingham uh, which is where our man Jalen picked up an offer this week. And so we want to give uh, a very much a congratulations to Jalen for uh, uh, his efforts and uh, well-deserved uh, uh, offer coming from UAB. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jalen is a special kid and special player. Um, you know, great point guard, great feel for the game. Uh, you know, good on offense and defense. And he was outstanding in that game. And um, just like we said earlier, I mean, having these opportunities is so big for our kids. And uh, he picked up the UAB offer and also an offer from Jackson State, uh, really kind of based off his play in that game. And uh, definitely got calls from other coaches about some of our other players. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about is, is trying to help these kids, um, you know, reach their goals and dreams and play at the next level. Well, we go from live DJs and PlayStation 5 giveaways to back at home, uh, Lake Highlands High School. Brendan, I know you attended the Mesquite Horn game last week. Tell me a little bit Did, about got a very good close view uh, up behind the bench. Got to see um, a little bit of uh, Coach Joe in action up close, and was very impressed by his uh, demeanor and attention to detail. I we won't say. we won't post any pictures uh, on Instagram <laughs> of that uh, particular night. I will say that uh, Jalen's shoes that he was donning that evening were particularly awesome. Um, they were green, if I do recall. <laughs> Quite green. green. Um, it was a little bit of a slow start there for our boys, uh, for the Cats uh, in the first period. I think it was like a one-point uh, lead after one. Uh, it looked like uh, Mesquite Horn was you know, trying to muck it up a little bit, as they may say, slow down the game, maybe frustrate uh, and clog up uh, some lanes, uh, particularly some passing lanes. And then um, uh, it, you couldn't help but notice what started happening in the second period. Uh, coach, when you went uh, to a little press, and then uh, the floodgates kind of open. If you want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what was your decision to kind of like flip that switch and and, and let the uh, let the the talent go to work? Yeah, uh, that was an interesting game, and I, I thought our kids really um, did a good job being back at home and uh, going into that game we felt like we could really pressure their guards and, and turn them over a little bit and use our quickness and defense to, to our advantage. I thought in the first quarter, our kids played really well. We got good looks. We just, a couple shots didn't fall. And I think that's what kind of kept things close early. Uh, and then we kind of got things rolling, a couple big baskets, a uh, couple stops. And, and then, yeah, it, it just rolled from there and, and uh, we pulled away. It was a great uh, avalanche, really, of, of different guys making different plays and different shots. And what I mean by that is you had Quentin making uh, tremendous passes. Uh, I saw Trey Johnson wing a pass harder than Aaron Rodgers, I think, at one point, <laughs> hitting, hitting uh, an open teammate. I want to say it was Warren Hamilton in the corner. Uh, just absolute uh team play at its finest and you get to have a lot of fun in there you got some alley-oop dunks uh there was a stretch there where i think we dunked the ball like five times in a row it was pretty awesome and and <laughs> whatever was jalen so jalen had a couple of breakaways in this game and probably in the early third quarter maybe he's early he, third that's right so well maybe he goes up and he's like okay and he almost got there and he kind of laid it in and i turned to brennan and i said He's going to freaking try and dunk it in this game. I know it. And the next two times, he, he tried and dunked it. I think the third time was the charm for him. I think he got he it He got it down. Yep. yep. No doubt. Yeah, it was it was Jalen's birthday uh, oh, Tuesday that's right. night. So, uh, you know, he was fired up and ready to play. And, and uh, that was kind of one of the things he was talking about before the game is he, he really wanted to dunk one. And, um, 
yeah, maybe a couple were a little debatable there. The first, <laughs> the first layup or two was more like I'm, I'm putting it over the rim and kind of grazing, touching the rim. The rim. I'm gonna <laughs> drop it in. But yeah. I think the last one he got, I, he did. I think, I think we so definitely too. say he dunked the ball. And uh, you know, at his size, it's, it's really just really impressive what he's able to do. And um, you know, team wise. I, I really feel like, and we've been talking a lot about it as coaches and as a team, like the Cardinal Hayes game and, and uh, the Mesquite Horn game and then the game we just played last night, our kids are really doing a good job sharing the ball. Um, lots of assists, um, just lots of making the extra pass, creating for other people. Uh, and when we start to play like that, um, man, we, we, we can be really tough. Yeah, you know, Mesquite had a couple of interesting guys. They had one – giant dude i mean he's like six eight six nine three hundred pounds and he could actually he had some nice touch had some good passes he reminded me of oliver miller yeah, playing well, in arkansas back in the day now that maybe it's because we had scotty thurman talk not too long ago yeah. but he did he reminded me a lot of oliver miller and a great segue to talk about arkansas um so last night lake highlands goes up to the red river hoop fest played against little rock parkview um and again you know, this one was a massive early lead. This is 29-7 to in the first quarter, and Trey went off. Uh, 37 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists in 25 minutes. Uh, 12 of 16 from the field, 8 from 10 on threes. That is an efficient night. Um, and it's the first game this season I've really felt like he looked like Trey from last year, where every shot you think is going in, um, he's been playing super patient. I think people are pressing him. Uh, and he's not letting that get to him. He's sort of letting the game come to him, and I think he had that opportunity last night, and he really filled it in. Uh, do you really try and feed him the ball more, or, or anyone who's who's getting really hot, do you try and feed them the ball more as you see that situation happening? Yeah, we talk about it all the time, let, let's feed the hot hand, and if kids starts, you know, kind of getting in a rhythm and feeling things, we, we want to keep going to them. And, uh, you know, Trey was in that zone last night. Uh Quentin was, Jalen was, Warren Hamilton had a uh, – he came out in the second half and hit his first one, and Quentin did a great job, came right back down the second possession, uh, the next consecutive possession, and found him again, and he buried another one. And, uh, yeah, Trey Trey had it rolling. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think he ever forced anything, uh, and it was really just letting the game come to him. And, um, you know, it's really fun to watch him when, when he gets in that zone. Looks like eight for ten from three point range. That's I good. mean, that is uh, better than NBA efficiency, is what that is. And you could have watched that uh, game on HoopFestTV.com. I actually caught the the fourth quarter of it after having a little family evening. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about offers. How do they come about? Because to me, you know, obviously I'm uh, I'm biased here, but Jalen obviously got one. Q, I think, maybe has one uh, in the pocket. Trey's going to get his, and, and Samson is on one to you. How do these offers come about? Do the, do the coaches call you? You deliver the message. Do the coaches call the kids and deliver the message? How does that sort of uh, functionality work? Yeah, it's always different, actually. I mean, it kind of depends on how the school is, is recruiting the player. Um, probably depends on the time of year that, that they're going to offer the kid. Um, you know, sometimes that stuff goes through, 
the AAU coach. If, if it's AAU season and they watch them at a big event, they might be talking to the AAU coach. Um, sometimes they will communicate with us as high school coaches. Um, you know, sometimes they will communicate directly to the kid and, and their parents. Uh, it's really just kind of how the staff operates. But, um, you know, uh, last week as, as uh, Jalen picked up those two offers from UAB and, and Jackson State, they, they actually reached out to him and uh, talked to him and his parents and, and told him that he had an official offer. And how, uh, how I'm going to ask two questions here. How do you market them? I mean, is it, do you reach out to coaches? Maybe not during the season, probably get a little too much going on. Got too many podcasts you're doing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but do you reach out to the coaches and, and, and market them? And then how much um, consigliere are you doing with them on the back end as well? Uh, absolutely. That's a great question. Yes. Uh, we do as much as we can, uh, to help our players, uh, who want to play at the next level. Um, so, you know, for example, after that, uh, Cardinal Hayes game, uh, you know, we sent that game film to a lot of different coaches, a lot of coaches who, you know, uh, you're kind of asking about the process. So it usually starts with a, when a coach starts recruiting a kid, you know, they're going to reach out to the coach. They're going to reach out to the kid. Hey, can you um, give me, uh, you know, for example, can you give me Jalen Washington's contact information? We'd like to reach out to him. And so that's usually how the recruiting process starts. Then they'll probably ask coach, hey, coach, can we get some game film? Uh, and I'll send them a couple films. And uh, then they might ask, hey, can we get some stats? Can we get this and that? And usually it's an assistant coach who's kind of putting things together to take to the head coach to then make a decision. Um, so for some of our kids, they're, they're kind of being recruited by some schools. They may not have an official offer, but um, schools are interested in them. Schools are following them, seeing what they're doing. Um, so, yes, absolutely, during the season, um, <clears throat> we'll send game film, we'll send stats, we'll, we'll maybe shoot off a text or, or shoot off a, a highlight video that, that kind of shows what our kids are doing to, to help them out um, in that recruiting process. Yeah, that's not unlike Brendan. You know, the, most of the calls he gets are from Best Buy, though, trying to get his information uh, and things like that. Or, or creditors. <laughs> Don't forget about those guys. Or just, or just regular creditors. So, a big two weeks for Lake Highlands basketball, which brings us to the Marable Homes Player of the Week Award. Marable Homes, of course, a custom home builder uh, here in Lake Highlands, Preston Hollow, HP. Second, third homes, Canada, I don't know. They're all over the place. But they make some really, really classic quality homes uh, here in our area. But they are our sponsor, Marable Homes Player of the Week. This week is? Uh, we've got to give it to Trey Johnson. Uh, the effort last night against Parkview, 37-8. Uh, and eight. Uh, He went for 25-9 and nine against Horn. Uh, played outstanding on both ends against uh, – Cardinal Hayes, and he had a double-double against Prosper, too, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So uh, he was lights out the last two weeks, and he's definitely got to be the player of the week. Well, good for him. I was very concerned that he may not be getting any <laughs> awards his entire career, and this, this will certainly uh, help me feel a lot better about Trey. I think likely he will be uh, framing his $20 Andy's <laughs> gift card uh, in the very, very near future. Now, let's get to – the full court press with Coach Joe. Getting a lot of positive feedback on this. I think oh, a lot yeah. of people okay. want to be full right. court pressed. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Number one, what is your favorite live sporting event that you've attended? And this is specific, a specific sporting event. Ooh. Uh, this is tough. I, I almost – I have – 
kind of have two, but you can uh, name them both. I've I've uh, I've been fortunate enough to attend a couple Duke UNC games at the Dean Dome in North Carolina, and that is uh, definitely up there. I think though my top the top sporting event I've ever attended. I I've been really lucky to be able to go to the Masters, and I was there uh, when Bubba Watson won it and hit that. Uh, Crazy draw Crazy, uh, on number ten shot. playoff hole. Yep. I was actually oh. right there behind him with, oh. with my dad, and that was uh, one of the best sports memories I have for sure. Very nice, Brendan. What is yours? I think I know it, but I'm, I'm going to let you say it. Uh, I was on hand for the uh, Vince Young led Texas Longhorn victory over the USC Trojans in the Rose Bowl. That's got to be number one. Is it the only time you've ever cried at a sporting event? At a sporting event. <laughs> Yes, that is true. Yes. I once snuck into Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals, Colorado Avalanche and Dallas Stars, the year they won the Cup. Snuck uh, in. Snuck in, yes. There used to be at Old Green Arena, there was something called the Stars Club. That was a was, great place. Which was a separate uh, venue from Reunion, and there was like a walkway in between the two. And so my buddy, uh, my buddy Nat Mangum, he's my, my best friend from college, uh, he and I went down there to scalp tickets and we're walking around and we're like watching and there's no one sitting at the door and we're like, let's go. So we just made a beeline for the door, walked smooth in, walked the mezzanine for about the first period, scouting out some open seats for idiots that weren't there. Uh, and we sat about eight rows up center ice for game seven <laughs> wow. of the Western Conference Finals in which our stars went to the Stanley Cup. All right. Favorite basketball coach. Oh, I am a huge Dean Smith guy. Uh, growing up, rooting for North Carolina, I went to their camps a lot in the summer. My grandparents lived in North Carolina. But uh, what he stood for as a coach, how he coached his teams, uh, huge Dean Smith fan, so i got to go with him. How about you, Scott? You got a favorite basketball coach over there? I love Dean Smith, by the way. I'm going to go with – All I can think of is Mike Leach. <laughs> Mike Leach, huh? Playing old <laughs> basketball coaching. Basketball, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go with Chris Beard. Um, oh wow, I, go current. Huh? You know, I'm gonna go current because I think he's doing some great things down at Texas. Um, he's a great defensive coach, which obviously I love. And he took Texas Tech to the final, which is fantastic. I mean, that's and that's one in the jar. Uh, one <laughs> favorite basketball coach, Brendan. Uh, I do love Dean Smith. I'm going to go current also, and I'm going to take Tony Bennett. Uh, I really like the way that he's built his program. Obviously, he has a national championship under his belt. And I think one of the coolest things about Tony Bennett is – He lost to a 16 seed. He lost to a 16 <laughs> seed in, in one year, and the next year won, won the, the national, national title. title. <laughs> I think that that's just – there's something about that. And he just runs a top-notch program. Uh, and I have a ton of respect for the way he does it. Um, what about your favorite coaching book, Coach Joe? I know you got a few. Uh I have a book. It was a gift, uh, John Wooden book. Uh, it's just a lifetime of uh, kind of observations, things like that. Uh, <clears throat> we actually, during the COVID uh, time when we weren't at school, we were trying to find things to do with our basketball team, uh, you know, over Zooms and things. And, and we did a book study on that book with our kids. And that, it was really good. And the kids bought into it and read it. And uh, so it's a great book if you're looking for something. That's, it's not just basketball, but, but life stuff as well. Brendan? Favorite basketball book, coaching book? Yeah, basically, favorite coaching book. Um, Maybe, I don't have one because I've never read a coaching book because I'm not a coach. <laughs> I, I'm ostensibly not a coach. 
Uh, my favorite coaching book would have to be John Madden, One Size Fits All, and that is not even about coaching, but it does have some coaching anecdotes in there. But it's really about people uh, traveling around in a bus and it's eating a, food. And it's I about turduckins. turduckins. Yeah, and I think that that's fascinating, and that's a lot of coaching about life. I had a turducken for Thanksgiving. I think that was the first time I've ever done that. It was pretty good. Uh, favorite sports book. Uh, another uh, sports book I like is uh, a book called Relentless. It's by uh, Tim Grover, who is the trainer for Michael Jordan uh, and Kobe Bryant as well. And it's all about, uh, you know, what makes guys like that, you know, who they are. And, you know, not just the, the great players, but the truly greatest of all time. Uh, really good book. My favorite book. I'm just going to go favorite book. Well, I'm going to go favorite book. That would take too long for me to think of favorite sports book. I'm going to go with Bonfire of the Vanities by Tom Wolfe. Okay. <laughs> and what's that about? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Uh, any other favorite books, Brendan? Uh, before, we, before you ask the very last fast full court press with Coach Joe. Um, I will take the uh, When the Bad Guys Won by Jeff Perlman about the 1986 New York Mets. That is Ooh, my favorite wow. sports book. Okay. It's a page turner. All right, Brendan. Last one. What are you more afraid of? This is for Coach Joe. What are you more afraid of? Snakes or sharks? Uh I'm probably snakes. Uh you know, I, growing up I think uh Indiana Jones, I, I forget which Oh yeah, which Raiders, yes. of Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first one. Pit and uh uh, just uh, it's ingrained in my memory. Brendan? I believe that the snake made an appearance in all of the uh, Indiana Jones uh, movies. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not a, a huge Indiana Jones uh, buff, but I will also select snakes. I um, really am scared of snakes. Sharks don't bother me near as much. I go out on the beach and play around in the water a little bit, do a little backstroke, and no, no, no sharks bother me. I am definitely sharks. Um, this was a big debate for us back in high school. We would get into this one. I'm not not so much anymore. Like, I was so afraid of sharks, I wouldn't go more past, like, my knee in the ocean. Um, but now I'm over it. I did a little scuba diving. Or, I'm sorry, snorkeling. I still have not done scuba diving. That's that's maybe just a bridge too far currently. Uh, but I did a little snorkeling, and I, and I said, I'm not going to be afraid of sharks anymore. I'm just going to do it. Uh, and, and it worked out well. So that was, of course, our full court press with Coach Joe. We got some games to talk about coming up this week, my friends. Uh, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. That's kind of a late start. TV. Well, uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's not TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, West Coast. It is because it's actually going to be a doubleheader with our girls team. So um, if you're coming out on Tuesday night, it's a great opportunity for Lake Highlands fans to see both the boys and girls basketball teams playing at home. And let me promo this a little bit. We're actually going to do an off-week special with coach mj oh great the lake highlands girls varsity basketball coach that's going to be sponsored by spacex uh it's fantastic nice. <laughs> isn't that elon musk <laughs> yeah <laughs> or it's sponsored by tiktok or something i don't know it's sponsored by somebody that's given us a bunch of money to talk to coach mj although right. we don't need it we would love to talk to her anyways i think i'm i'm looking forward to that because uh she has definitely got uh her brand uh up and coming for the wildcat the lady wildcats and uh i'm excited about doing it 
Uh, so we've got Tuesday night girls and boys. Mm-hmm. The Jesuit Rangers um, are going to be paying a visit to uh, Lake Highlands High School. And uh, they're off a little bit of a slow start, but a little over 500, four and three. Uh, you got your first district game, Coach. Um, what do you expect to see from uh, the Rangers and uh, the schemes from uh, Scott's good buddy, Chris Hill? Yeah, they're always a super well coached team. Uh, Chris does a great job year in and year out. Um, you know, definitely have watched some of them this year. And, uh, you know, his teams are always super disciplined defensively. They're not going to give you anything easy. Um, they always shoot the ball well, um, and they play fast in transition and, and, and look for open shots. And then they have great spacing, move the ball really well. So, um, and, and the matchup between us and Jesuit, ever since I've been back at Lake Highlands, it's, it's always been great games. So um, definitely encourage fans, if, if you're wanting to come out Tuesday night to watch the girls and boys, purchase a ticket in advance. Go to Richardson ISD Brush Fire. Um, you know, I don't know if this game is going to sell out. We did have some last year, but I think with both the boys and girls at home, it, it should be a really big crowd. So definitely encourage you to go online, buy tickets. Um, and, you know, also when you're talking about Coach MJ and the girls, you know, we have a great young program. Um, if you haven't seen Aaliyah Taylor, sophomore guard, she's putting up 30-plus a game. Um, and so it'll be really fun to watch them as well. So she was the Texas high school girls player of the week, like two weeks ago. Yes. Yes. Had, had, has had some huge games and she can fill it up and there's some other great players as well. So great opportunity to, to see both teams at home. Here's what, here's what I want to say real quick to the fans. The chanting is still not there. Um, we're going to need real active stuff. Okay. Here's one that I like. I heard Jackson McBee over all others on <laughs> Tuesday night against Mesquite Horn. And that was literally it. I was sorely disappointed in there. And students, you got, you've, you have a very limited amount of time in high school. So live it up and support these players because this is special what's going on in front of your very eyes. This doesn't happen very often, and you need to get behind that and be loud and be obnoxious. Keep it clean, <laughs> but 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 have fun. Be kids. D-up is a, is a good one. It's fine. D-up is a good one, but we need to expand. Um, I like this one. When the starting lineups are announced, I need everyone to bring one piece of newspaper, like one page of a newspaper. What's to the a game. newspaper? I know. Bring one page of a news. You could get one newspaper and this would cover everybody. One page of a newspaper. When they do the starting lineups and they say, Jesuit, six foot two, blah, blah, blah. Hold up your newspaper and say, who cares? Okay, this is a great one. It starts off the game right. It gets you engaged right at the beginning, and everyone will be into it. So I want to see that Tuesday night, 8 p.m. at Lake Highlands High School against Jesuit. And then the, uh, I'll say kind of a rivalry uh, now, Friday night at Highland Park. What time is that game, Tip? Uh, should be 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Friday night at Highland Park, 7 o'clock. Your Wildcats will take on the Scots. Highland Park 7-3. and three. You know, they're they're always good. Um, so let's talk a little bit about last year. Uh, what did we do against them last year, home and home, and then what's different with this HP team? Yeah, so last year we, we just played them one time. Okay. Uh, we were, you know, this year is the first year that they're in our district. Um, so we'll play them twice this year. Oh, they forgot to kick that one kid out to put them back in 5A. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a swing vote. And they are a 6A program. Um, 
But, no, they have a great team, lots of seniors, lots of experience, uh, some good inside play and, and some good guards. Uh, they always shoot the ball well. They always run good stuff. Um, we do anticipate a great crowd for that one Friday night. They are going to uh, start selling tickets for that game on uh, Monday morning, tomorrow morning. I don't, I don't know if the podcast will be out until It'll drop this time. That's like this morning. Okay, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> yes, this morning. As you're listening to this, jump online to scottsillustrated.com. Scottsillustrated.com, their athletics website, and they will be selling tickets. Uh, Buy all their a, tickets. They, yeah, they're only doing a limited number for no, us. No, come on. Um Definitely get tickets. It's going to be a great game, uh, great atmosphere. Coach Peeler is a, is a really good basketball coach. They have a good team, uh, and I know our kids will be up for it. And I know our, our fans, I, I know we're wanting them to do the better chance and things like that. And I know one thing about the Lake Highlands fans, they come out for the big games, and I know they've got uh, both Jesuit and Highland Park circled on the calendar, so we can't wait to see our student section in full effect for those two games. And you know those Highland Park fans are going to be giving Trey the business. Oh, Boy, they're going to get after it. They're probably having meetings on how they're going to get under his skin and Quentin's skin and Jalen. Coach Joe's skin. Samson. Oh, they're going to give Coach Joe so much hell. Yeah, just be careful with a couple of those guys you named. They, you don't want to poke the bear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else you got, Brendan? I don't, man. I'm really fired up for this team, and I'm really uh, loving the direction and the value that's going on. And if you're a, a member of, of this community listening, get to as many games as you can. It's a, just a solid product. Here, let me, let, me, let me reiterate something that you just said that I thought was very prescient. Uh, this doesn't happen very often. Okay, This team is really good. And so you want to see him play. I talked to a, a, a friend of mine, a friend of my son's dad's, came to his first game the other night, the Horn game. That that team's amazing. They're incredible. So get out to these games, whether it's the big games of Jesuit and Highland Park, whether it's Richardson or Pierce or Berkner or whomever. Get out there and see these guys. It's a great show. Well, we want to thank Coach Joe. Thank you, guys. I'll thank Brendan. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to. Um, uh, we're going to thank our presenting sponsor, uh, Trey Chapman, who owns Tritex Cabinets, was actually at the uh, Thanksgiving Hoop Fest sitting on the front row, I noticed as well. Uh, but Tritex Cabinets, TritexCabinets.com. Here, here's what I like about Tritex. You get options. You know, wood type, interior wood type, construction type, door type, door edge, crown selection, hinge type, draw. Th there's so many options that you can choose from. It's just they make great custom cabinets. So we really appreciate Tritex Cabinets being our presenting sponsor. Marable Homes being the sponsor of the Player of the Week. Congratulations to Trey Johnson on that particular award this week. Uh, you can follow the Lake Hooplands podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Lake Hooplands. You can follow us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel where you can see our beautiful faces doing these podcasts every single other ish week but we will be back next week with a deeper uh district preview and a preview of the coral gables tournament where the team will travel down to florida to play in a great event but thank you very much and we will see you next week